Welcome to the We're Better Together podcast. I'm Ian Stevenson. And I'm Daniel Ardunia. Each month, we're excited to bring you an incredible interview with someone who has experience in facilitating an environment where people work better together. And each week, we'll share some actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to help you function better together, whether it's in your marriage, family, team, workplace, church, or community. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump into some content and get better together. We are back with another 10-minute tune-up for you on this Monday. And today we are excited to look at this idea of empathy and how that can play into creating cultures of being better together. And I think one of the first things that comes to mind for me, for anyone out there that has seen the movie, Remember the Titans, you've got Coach Boone and you've got this situation, true story, of desegregation that is happening in the schools, meaning that we're starting to see some athletics where you've got white kids and black kids coming together in school and coming together in athletics. And we get this moment in the movie where Coach Boone, he sees that his team is not understanding each other. And he says, look, if you're a black player, you find a white player. If you're a white player, you find a black player. And he makes them sit down and get to know each other's stories. Empathy. That's what we want to try to break down for you today. How can we do so in our circles of influence? And so we're going to dive into a conversation around this. Ian, what comes to mind for you as we start to think about how this idea of empathy plays into being better together? When I think about empathy, I think about learning how to walk in somebody else's shoes. And I think a lot of times in atmospheres where we're trying to create a better working together environment, we tend to think only about ourselves and not about what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. So when you intentionally try to build a more empathetic environment, you will facilitate more collaboration. You'll facilitate Mm. more working together. But what that means is you got to be willing to hear somebody else's story. Like I, I love what you just shared about remember the Titans, because essentially that's what coach Boone made them do is you need to hear this other guy's story. Um, and so I, I think I think empathy is tied to this idea of listening to someone else's story, trying to figure out how to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, I think much of what you just said is really to, it makes me think about us changing our perspective, not necessarily trying to make this other person change their perspective of me. It's it's that that idea. Hey, you've got that person that's showing up late, maybe. And it's real easy for us, as you were saying, to think about ourselves and think about this person's always late. What's wrong with them? Instead, and instead of actually asking that question in a positive way of saying, why is it that, that they're always late? You may take the intentionality to sit down, find out this is a, a single parent who's got multiple kids. They're dropping their kid off at work or this place that their kid needs to be or this place that their kid needs to be. And that causes them to be five minutes late. Wow, that that might change how you view this person, how you view this situation and the way that you would engage in dialogue around that, which helps you develop better, deeper relationship in this sense of being better together. That's just one example of many that I'm sure we could list or our listeners could think of in that realm as well. Yeah, I think there's like tension in that, right? So yeah, that person might be always late and it might not be okay to be late all the time, but when you understand why they're late, it might help you be able to help them rectify that in some yes. way or give them enough grace or, or trust in the middle of it anyway, you know, but it, it is hard. And I think there's another side of this too. It's like 
So Coach Boone had all the influence on the team, right? He could tell them what to do. But I think a lot of people, probably a lot of our listeners, they find themselves on a team that isn't a very empathetic team mm-hmm. or in a marriage that's not a very empathetic marriage or a family that, you know, so what do you think about from if you're in that situation and you you understand empathy is an important part of working better together, how could our listeners help move in that direction? What, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that that draws me back to some of what you were sharing in the beginning, Ian, which is if I'm not in the position of being the leader in the room, the coach, the, the person that's in charge, what I can do is think from my perspective myself, how can I, how can I start to change and see how that might impact? So then I will make the decision myself maybe to say, I'm going to sit down and understand this person's story. I'm going to sit down and try to walk in their shoes. That could be in my marriage. There, there have absolutely been those moments in my marriage where I've lost focus of the shoes that my wife is walking in. And I've had to pull back and say, you know, oh, understand what her day looks like. Understand what it is that she's walking through or going through. And that changes everything. It, or if I'm in, in my job, in my office, and I can start to reach out to some of my coworkers individually because maybe I'm not in the boss role, I think that can help change the culture. That can change us and even begin to help to change the culture as well. Yeah, you know, if you're in that position, it's identifying those people on your team and, and just trying to learn. There, if you if you start asking them their story, they're going to probably at some point come back and want to hear your story. So mm-hmm. it, I, I think you, you you don't have to be the coach. You don't have to be the leader. You you can just start doing it, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think for all of our listeners out there, you know, here's the thing: where are you working to build collaboration and unity in your life? What group are you a part of? What team? What marriage? What family? Where, where are you focused on creating that? And how can you start exercising that empathy muscle in such a way that it helps make the team stronger? Um, right? So, so maybe you can start thinking, even as you're listening to this, as you're driving or, or whatever, taking a few minutes, who is that person that you're going to first reach out to and hear their story. And if you do that, it's going to help build your team. Who's that person? Get them in your mind right now. Don't let this week go by without reaching out to them and uh, putting yourself in their shoes. Right, Daniel? I mean, that's what this this whole podcast is about. We, we don't want to just be here talking. We want to see people taking action. So, And we'd love to hear your stories, by the way. So if you take some action on any of this, man, we would love for you to shoot us uh, an email uh, let us know about what um, you know, what action you took, and uh, you can do that by sending it to our emails. So I'm gonna put our emails up here on our on a banner. If you're watching it, you can see. Um, but if you're listening, it's Ian at We Are Trellis or Daniel at NarrativeCostaMesa.com. We want to hear your stories, guys. So get empathetic and, and share them with us, will you? <laughs> yeah, Ian. I think. What you just said, even myself here listening to you and for our listeners, if, if I could grab a hold of something, it's you just said start at one. Just to even start at one, don't get maybe overwhelmed by thinking who are the 10 people that I need to write down. Maybe, maybe that you can't think that far ahead, but just who's that first person that I could start with, that first step that I could take. 
And maybe we would be amazed at the results that would happen within that. I think I've seen in my life and in some of the teams that I've been a part of where even that one step can make a huge difference. So as Ian said, think of that one, start at one and see how that goes, see how that changes you, see how that changes them, see what kind of relationship that might develop and then be able to go from there. Yeah, I actually have, you know, an application on this myself. The, the next Tuesday, I got a guy I need to meet with um, about this. So I, I'm, I'm going to put some action behind our words here. Like I'm going to have that meeting next Tuesday at lunch and I'm going to listen to his story. I'm going to ask questions because he's part of the team that I'm working on building. And, and honestly, he's, he's creating some dissonance. So mm. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to his story. Did you have something for you, Daniel, that, that comes to mind? Someone you might need to meet with. Um, I mean, I think I, I, I definitely have, I don't, I don't have a specific person that comes to mind, but what does strike me is my job with substitute teaching and, I think what I do need to think about and be reminded of is that when I'm in the classroom, being reminded of what you just said, how is it that I'm viewing this student that's causing trouble, maybe, um, who's not being as focused, who, who's causing disruption in the class? I need, to, I need to find a way to be able to reach out to them in the same way that you just said, even with this person that you're going to meet with and think about getting to know their story a little bit. That's a great I can't think about in the past there. I've had those moments with students and then it's easy to forget that. And it, this, I need a reminder. I need the reminder to think that way again because I've seen the impact in the past. So that's that I think the step for me to take in my subbing in the next week here, the next two weeks, the next three weeks, look for those opportunities where there's a student that's struggling in that way and me to have a conversation with them that starts at, hey, getting to know who they are a little bit more. That's so good, man, because that, that's perfect. That's what a teacher is trying to do is create an environment where people are learning together, right? And yeah. the better you can create that in a classroom, the, the more effective your teaching is. So that's awesome, man. Great application. I hope all our listeners can find someone, something they can do that with, and that this little 10-minute tune-up has helped make your uh, efforts of creating something better together a reality. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We look forward to having more 10-minute tune-ups with you. And we want to remind you again that we have Harris III coming up in June. A great interview with this magician illusionist. And so you don't want to miss this one. He's got really great things that he wants to share about this idea of being better together. So make sure you look for that to drop the first Monday in June. We're excited to spend more time with you. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great week.